0: Hey guys, I'm Francie.
1: And I'm Michaela, and we're sophomores at the College of the Holy Cross.
0: Today what we're gonna be talking about are the similarities and differences between ancient Greek worship and modern Catholicism and how those two things kind of play um, in the natural world.
1: Specifically, um, we're gonna be talking about worship in regards to the architecture of the temples and churches, how each religion interacts with and views water, and how we believe to communicate with God or the gods.
0: Yeah, and we think you should definitely listen to this if you're someone who feels like the environment has an effect on worship or the way you live, or on the way you live your daily life. And also, if you wanna get into perspective between the modern world and ancient Greece through like a new lens of worship, so I think um, a major way the differences between ancient Greek worship and moder- modern Catholicism is highlighted in the way we construct our places of worship. Yeah. I've learned that um, that Greek temples were mainly used like as structures to hold statues of gods and offerings people had made to them. Um, sacrifices and rituals were actually made outside, so the temples weren't usually internally used as a meeting place like modern Catholics do with their own churches um their temples were were usually built like with little to no walls and had open ceilings and usually were on the top of mountains um the greeks kind of believed that their gods lived in the skies and you know if placing them at placing them at higher elevation kind of made them feel that they were closer to their gods uh one example of this is the ancient uh temples of delphi which was a famous religious sanctuary that was said to be sacred to the to the god of music apollo and that same temple was constructed in that way. The construction of their temples also illustrated that ancient Greeks believed that the gods were a part of the natural world and in this way they felt that being close with nature meant being close with their gods as well.
1: Yeah, I think that that is really juxtaposed to modern Catholicism in that there's really little to no incorporation in the construction with Catholic churches to the natural world. First of all, our churches are located in neighborhoods and cities, which are convenient places for us to gather. And they serve as meeting places for the community with high ceilings, walls, and rows of pews. Most Catholic churches even incorporate stained glass windows into their design, which further isolates the people inside the church to the outside world. Um, This really contrasts ancient Greek churches because Catholic churches Are really all about enclosure while greek temples focus on openness more i feel like
0: that's um really interesting why do you think um modern churches have moved away from the ancient greek tradition of like incorporating nature into their their own temples
1: i think that one answer to that could be that ancient greeks worshipped in the mediterranean which is characterized by dry summers and mild moist winters versus catholicism which is practiced all over the world in a variety of climates so even just weather-wise, it's hard to have mostly outdoor temples for us now.
0: That's true. And I, I also feel like we don't necessarily view our gods in the same way. Like, for example, in the Aeneid, a Latin epic r- written by the famous Roman poet Virgil, which tells the story of Aeneas, a Roman, who, after fighting the Trojan War, goes on to be the founder of Rome. At one point in the Aeneid, nature is used as like a key to the underworld where Aeneas is guided through a forest by birds to find a golden bull or tree branch in in order to enter the underworld as a part of his divine quest. I think this example kind of highlights the fact that nature is seen as a tool of the divine and therefore it's therefore it's sacred, which is a belief that we don't really share in our view of Catholicism today.
1: Yeah, I agree. That could be a main factor of why we don't incorporate the natural world with our design.
0: Yeah, and uh, another factor that may be contributing to modern religions like Catholicism moving away from nature is science. In classical times we see individuals attribute natural occurrences to divine origins. For example, in Book eight of the Iliad, a Greek epic written by Homer, which tells the story of the ten year siege of the city of Troy by the Greeks, we see the Greeks look to Zeus to Zeus's eagles for, for encouragement. So he prayed, and the father filled with pity, seeing atrides weep. The god bent his head at the armies, must be saved not die in blood. That instant, he launched an eagle, truest of Zeus's signs, end quote. Ultimately, this sign motivates the Greeks and actually turns the tide of the war. And in modern times, we would view an eagle passing by as nothing more than a natural event. You wouldn't like really think twice about it. Science has allowed us to explain many of the natural phenomena that occur. The ancient Greeks, however, they really didn't have access to the modern tools that we have today. And that kind of forces them to ultimately like, attribute the unknown to like divine occurrences. This begs the question, like, has modern science pushed us to take nature for granted? And maybe how has this influenced the way in which we design our modern churches?
1: Yeah, I think that makes an interesting point to think about. Another place we can draw a lot of similarities and differences between ancient Greek religion and Catholicism is um, the use of water in the two practices. What do you think about the way the ancient Greeks viewed and used water?
0: Well, um, the Greeks believed water was a really powerful force and was also used by the divine. In Book 21 of the Iliad, Achilles, the the powerful Greek warrior, battles the river, and even he, with his awesome strength, is not able to overcome the natural force. Scamander, quote, Scamander heaved them up and battling like the bull. The river flung them out on the dry land, but saved the living, hiding them down the fresh clear pools of his thundering. Whirling current, but thrashing Achilles' shoulder raised the killer wave. The tremendous thrust of it slammed against the shield, and he staggered. Conversely, in Book Ten of the Iliad, after a long battle, the Greeks actually entered the ocean to rejuvenate themselves. Quote, the men themselves, wading into the sea, washed off the crusted of sweat from their limbs. Their heart their hearts revived, and into the polished subs they climbed and bath, End quote. So here we see two very different examples of water being used in the first example water is clearly a powerful force that threatens to actually kill achilles whereas in the second second example the greek warriors first step into the ocean and then into the bath to rejuvenate themselves so water takes on a sort of a purification role versus a role in battle so a few questions we may want to think about are why is water used in such radically different ways in the story and how does this affect the overall conversation we're having on religion in the natural world. Michaelis, does Catholicism also have a different, different uses in water.
1: For Catholics, water plays an important symbolic role, um, from dipping our fingers in the holy water before celebrating Mass, the water being poured over a baby's head during baptism, and when pr- priests dip their fingers into the holy water before serving communion. Um, the uses of water in these ways are believed to symbolically link Catholics to God. Um, they also signify purification and cleansing. These beliefs for Catholics come from the Jewish Old Testament practices of purification um, from the book of Leviticus, where water is used to remove uncleanliness associated for like touching a dead body or giving childbirth or having leprosy. Um, I think the Catholic view of water goes along pretty closely with the ancient Greeks' beliefs about purification and being close to God or the gods, but the views kind of differ in regards to the power and personification of water sometimes displayed. What do you think? I completely agree. Um, Why do you think they do view these two so differently? Do you think water is seen as more important in either one of these religions?
0: Well, um, I think these questions may be connected with the idea of nature being used as a form of communication by the gods. Um, To ancient Greeks, nature was believed to be one of the primary ways people could connect with the divine. For example, in Book 2 of the Iliad, the Greeks, in an attempt to justify their long, ruling years spent in war, tell the story of an omen that occurred. Quote, Why struck them now, my long-haired Achaeans? Zeus, who rules the world, has shown us an awesome sign, an event long in the future, late to come to birth, but game of the great work will never die. As the snake devoured the sparrow with her brood, ate in the mother made the ninth; she borne them all, so we will fight in Troy that many years. And then... Then in the tenth we will take her broad streets and quote. Like the Greek army, the ancient Greeks also believed they could communicate with their gods in the same way. When taking this into consideration, it, it's a little bit easier to see why the Greeks viewed water and all of nature as having more powers than just purification.
1: Probably the most important difference I think that explains some of the other differences between construction of our places of worship and how each religion views water can be summed up in um, how we believe to communicate to God or the gods, I think.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, The way in which the Greeks communicated with the gods seemed to have a huge effect and impact, not only on their religious beliefs, but on their views of nature as well.
1: In Catholicism, just like in human communication, our communication with God can be expressed in a variety of ways. Um, We communicate with God using words, songs, imagination, and we do it ritual ritually or spontaneously, Um, we can pray in church and in our daily lives. And three specific types of prayer that are really common for Catholics are vocal prayer, meditation, and contemplative prayer.
0: The human connection in Catholicism seems to contrast heavily with the way Greeks believed they could communicate with divinity. At the Temple of Cumai, for example, there was a dedicated altar for the Greeks to conduct sacrifices in order to praise the gods. In addition, omens seem to play a huge role in the communication to the gods. Uh, These two practices are really different and completely absent in modern Catholicism.
1: I also think, um, in the beliefs of the ancient Greeks, gods show up physically, and in Catholicism, like, it's just not a thing. Um, And maybe these are some of the reasons why the ancient Greek temples are so open, so they can be open to the gods and to their omens in nature.
0: That's absolutely true, and Overall it's clear that worship and our beliefs have changed a lot over the course of the past 2,000 years and these are just a few ways that we have um, we thought highlighted how much things have changed and even how certain things have stood the test of time.
1: And I also think it's um, important to realize that although we may not incorporate nature into our religion as much as the ancient Greeks did, it is still a sacred and relevant in other ways for us today
0: so um we just wanted to thank you guys for listening and I hope we could we were able to open your eyes to a new way at looking at the differences between today and ancient Greece that you may have never thought of before
1: if you liked our podcast today and are interested in learning more about nature in the classical world um, subscribe to our classes series for more topics relating to today and ancient Greece
0: stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs>